really went into hermit mode and just focused fully on myself without the distractions, without seeing what everybody else is doing, without, you know, aimlessly scrolling, without any of that and just figuring out like, what does Brittany really want? And like, what are you going to do? And I think I got to a point, you know, over the last two years where I also realized like, I felt like if I just really, really took a leap of faith and like jumped and like went somewhere that was like totally new for me, it would essentially just force me out of my comfort completely. Um, and, and that's exactly what it did. But I think also in addition to forcing you out of your comfort, it just, it makes you realize like you're, 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 you're good. Like how you are. If you've been thinking about changing your life, this is the episode for you. My longtime friend Brittany Standifer recently went completely ghost for six months, moved across the country, and changed her life. I know you'll love this episode. Millennials are the generation that wants it all, and they know how to get it, except for me. I'm Megan Triton, and my life has put me through the ringer. So I'm interviewing millennial misfits, entrepreneurs, and trailblazers to find out how they stay ahead of the curve, manage the challenges faced by our generation, and find success. Art of the Misfit is the unfiltered, raw, tell-all platform with discussions covering business, mental health, finance, relationships, beauty, health and wellness, you name it, I'll be asking about it. Since I'm an entrepreneur myself, I know how important it is to manage your time. So I always recommend listening to this podcast at one and a half to two times speed. Welcome back from, I mean, you took how long, how long were you off? Uh, social media, I've been off since like mid-December. So like, what have almost, you been doing? Almost six months. <laughs> Walking into my best life, a step at a time. <laughs> Literally moved. Moved across the country, um, started a new position, just fully stepping into, to me, I feel like fully stepping into like the best parts of my life. How did that come about? Oh, that's a heavy question. How did, where do you want me to start? <laughs> I, oh, we talked about this like a few months ago and both of us were in this place mentally and physically where we were like, we don't want to be here. Let's change mm-hmm. it. Yeah. What happened for you to do that? I think for me, um, I think I've been thinking like on and off, like for the last two years that I wanted to leave and just hadn't taken the step yet. And I think a lot of that had to do with just distractions and just, um, you know, my own like confidence and just not, uh, not just not putting it out there, not focusing on that, you know, if that was what I really wanted. And I think, um, a lot of moving pieces started to occur in my life between like relationships falling apart. Um, and I shouldn't say, well, we shouldn't say falling apart, just kind of drifting. I mean, you know, however you want to put it, (laughs) things, uh, transitioning, romantic relationships, friendships, whatever. Um, so I just think I got to a point within myself, um, of understanding that these things are happening, um, for a reason. They're not necessarily bad things, but, I think just starting to trust that, you know, God peels away certain things from us when he's ready for us to move into a next phase in our lives. And I think that we, we all talk about that, but I think it was the first time in my life where I really started to immerse myself in that, um, and get closer to God and fully understand, like, what does that mean? Like, tell me what I need to do next. (laughs) 
And I think, you know, I started therapy in January. And so just a lot of things where I just really went into hermit mode and just focused fully on myself um, without the distractions, without seeing what everybody else is doing, without, you know, just aimlessly scrolling without any of that and just figuring out like, what does Brittany really want? And like, what are you going to (laughs) do? And you were running a business. Yes. Was that a source? I think that um, the business was amazing. Um, You know, there's a lot of work that goes into entrepreneurship, but also um, I think for me, I think I was at a point in my life where I was already scratching the surface of that and starting to understand like the ins and outs. And I, I still don't, I mean, I don't understand all of it. It's a constant work in progress and constantly learning, but um, just starting to see what I can do. And I think, you know, when I stepped out in, what was it? Uh, August of 2020, when I launched the meal prep, um, I think that as I started to do those things, those were moments of me trusting myself. Like you have these gifts, you have these things that people have been asking you about, like you need to put that out there. And I think I got to a point, you know, over the last two years where I also realized, like, I felt like if I just really, really took a leap of faith and like jumped and like went somewhere that was like totally new for me, it would essentially just force me out of my comfort completely. Um, and, And that's exactly what it did. But I think also in addition to forcing you out of your comfort, it just it makes you realize like you're, 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 you're good. Like how you are and just be you and do you and, you know, and like, you don't, you know, you don't need to think so hard and it doesn't all need to be so calculated. Like you just need to trust yourself. And I think that all in all, like, that's what it's brought me back to. I don't, I don't think that society teaches us how to like trust ourselves. <laughs> no, society is this. Okay. So society makes us think that we're supposed to have it figured out, right? Yeah. But it also makes us think that we're supposed to be something based on... On whoever's uh, expectation of whatever... Yeah. So many different factors, right? Like we're supposed to have this figured out. You're supposed to be this person. But that doesn't give you the opportunity to explore who you are, where you want to go. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I can't really be the one to say that because I, I did that. But now you're doing it and... Watching you do this in your 30s is really exciting. You yeah, know? and I think that there's – it's so exciting, and I think that there's parts of me now that I'm here that are like, you should have done this way sooner. But I also realize that like we come to every moment in our life when it's the right time. And I know it sounds so cliche, but it's real. Like, I don't know that three years ago I would have been able to handle it. Like, I wouldn't have had all of the lessons. I wouldn't have understood the importance of, like, detaching and really walking in my power and, like, my purpose so that I could share that, you know, with other people. Like, I don't, I I don't, I wasn't in the place yet and hadn't had certain experience and, you know, really dove into my healing to be able to do that. So I definitely think that it's, this is the time. I'm so excited. And it's, it's weird, you know, growth is weird. It's, it's, it's not linear. And there's, there's, you know, there were times up until me leaving where I was like, am I, am I going crazy? Like it's this, because we're, it, 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 it pieced together so well. Um, and you know, like so quickly. And it's funny because in the physical realm of things, it seems like it came together quickly, but in the internal work that I've been doing over the last several years, it's right. Yeah. (laughs) 
It's, it's, it's not quickly. It's not a matter because okay. So just to give some the art of the misfit podcast listeners some background, can you just dive into what is going on in your life right now? Yeah. So okay. So the full rundown. Okay. So Brittany was feeling in you know November of last year, like twenty twenty one, like this year has to be different. Like and and you're gonna make it different. Like it's gonna be different. And I literally just. I had been thinking about Arizona and I finally just, I started praying a lot and I just felt like Arizona was the place. And I noticed within myself just over the last couple of months that I was at home in Florida and people that I was talking to, I was mentioning it like here and there. I literally was getting my eyelashes filled. Then I was telling the girl, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be gone in a couple of weeks. Like I'm moving to Arizona. Like, and it wasn't anything that was totally lined up just yet, but like in my head it was. <laughs> And so like a manifesting yeah, kind of exactly. Um, and I don't think until this experience, I truly understood um, until this experience that I've truly understood the power of that and that it's a very real thing in terms of um, our thoughts and the things that we speak and the things that we genuinely feel. And I've always wanted to be on the West coast. I've always, I know Arizona's not technically a coast, but <laughs> I've always like wanted to be out West and, just felt like this is where I'm supposed to be. And I, I started saying it. Um, and essentially, um, so I started, you know, I didn't want to come to a place that was brand new and like not have some stability. I don't know anyone here. So I wanted to like, you know, I'm having faith, but I also want to like, you know, set myself up and make sure that like when I'm here, like I'm, you know, I'm good. And so you know, I was trying to plan out a visit, bought tickets for my mom and I to fly out. We came out February 19th. Uh, I'm sorry, February 14th through February 19th to vacation, but also to start like looking at places. Right. And I had already like told myself at this time, I had not heard back from like any employers. So I had like applied at a couple different gyms, which I didn't really want to go back into like the box gym, like traditional setting. Um, but I had made up in my mind that I'm going to do what I have to do. Like <laughs> I was ready to get out. I'm ready to like move across the country, whatever it takes, we're going to do it. Um, and so bought the tickets, we came out. Uh, and essentially I think it was maybe like a week or so before we flew out. I think that was when I saw the position with ISSA. I think that was like when I called you or like started texting you about it. Um, an ISSA, International Sports and Sciences Association, position open, um, lead sales, work from home. Um, and that was literally in alignment with what I, you know, was familiar with in sales and before. Um, and it was like a, a perfect opportunity, but I hadn't heard back from them yet. And I think that was when I was texting you and just kind of going through the process, had done the third interview, the mock call and everything. And I was just waiting, waiting, waiting. Um, but I had decided that I was still going to come out. I was still going to look for places and whether or not I, I got that position, I was still going to take the leap. I was going to jump and I was going to move to Arizona and I was going to figure it out when I got there. And, and how many places did you look at before you got there real quick? How many places did you look at? Before I got here, I'd only looked at like a handful of places online. But once we flew in that week that we were here, we looked at 11 apartments. 11. Oh my God. So, you know, I've been looking for apartments, right? Yes. And it's, would you say that I should just go and, and do it in person? Yeah. 
because my something that my mom yeah, kept saying okay. to me is like you're gonna know when you get there and when you when you feel it and so and, and that's so true like disclaimer I had never been to Arizona ever in my life until February 14th of 2022 <laughs> <laughs> no, you're there. yeah so okay so when you do you know anyone there did you have friends there already no no. Oh my God. No, no, I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't know anybody here. I mean, I have new friends here now, but um, yeah, no, it was just, it was literally just, I think a lot of it for me and taking the leap of faith at that time had to do with the fact that in December of 2020, I had a feeling of, I'm ready to go. Like it's time, like, and I stayed and, you know, just, for personal reasons, relationship things, and sometimes the things that are in our way that, that hold us back. And, you know, I stayed and, you know, the, the outcome, whatever was pretty much the same. And so when it circled, when the thought circled back around this time, I was like, this is on you. Like, are you going to like, just take a leap and like, trust yourself. And like, there's no way that God is like planning this in your mind again, like a year later, <laughs> like literally to the date. Like, that's where I was like, all right, like, I'm not going to ignore God. Like I'm not, I'm not crazy. So I was like, let me just, let me just pull it together. Don't ignore God. Yeah, We don't do that. <laughs> so, you know, there's, um, I was listening, I think it was Reese Witherspoon that said, have that hard conversation because it's literally eating your brain. Yeah. It was Reese Witherspoon. So it's the same thing, J- just like what we were talking about. If you have that constant thought in your mind, but you keep putting it off, yeah. it doesn't leave. No, you're just like – It doesn't leave. I feel like I was just shoving it down, and I think I was staying you know, at home, and I was doing what I could do, but I felt like – and I realize now, like, it was – we owe it to ourselves to give ourselves the lives that we want. And I think that so much of that <laughs> – I feel like I'm going to cry – so much of that really is pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. You cannot be the person that you see yourself as like your higher self. You cannot show up as that person, you know, fully in a place that you've already always been in a place that's familiar in a place that even if you're a person like I'm a person that even being there for so long, I I think that I've always, you know, pushed myself to grow. But that was still a very comfortable, you know, environment for me. My mom's there, my family's there, you know, all these different, you know, components, everything that you see is familiar. It's totally different when you go somewhere and like, there's no, um, there's no expectation. There's no, like you get to literally just be you. (laughs) There's no expectation of who you are already or assumption, I guess I should say, assumption of who you are already or who you should be or how you should act or whatever you just get to show up and be you. And like, that's the best um, feeling in the world. And I feel like in those moments, like I've just gotten so much closer to myself and really standing in my power and like realizing like who I am, like I'm kind of cool. And I'm like, I'm ready to like fully tap into that. (laughs) So interesting that you say that because not only can you go and be yourself, but it's almost like you can recreate yourself Okay, that sounds a little odd, but you can recreate yourself into who you're supposed to be. Yeah, yeah in, in a way, because you were talking about how, you know, you were in Florida and everything was just stale. Everything was boring. You felt like you were stagnant and you were, mm-hmm. you know, in this place. But what, why Arizona? What offers, what, what does that offer to you that's different? 
Um, well, I think as far as the fitness industry is concerned, and I also said to myself that, you know, when I came out here, um, you know, fitness is definitely on my radar. Um, this is a place where there's a lot of opportunity, um, there, um, it's just a way of life. Like everybody's more active, um, high energy, high vibrations, Mm -hmm. everybody's excited. Um, but I also told myself, like, I think this is a chapter in my life where, it may not be fitness. It might be something else. You know what I mean? Like I met a friend here that I was talking to her and sharing my journey. And she's like, you look so genuinely happy. And as I talked to her, she's young. Um, she's only 21. And so she's like, you are so, she's like, you should be a motivation, motivational speaker. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, I mean, I never, <laughs> I don't know that I ever thought that, but I think that now that I'm at where I'm at, I realize that like, we place limits on ourselves. I don't even think that we always mean to. I think it's just things that we've experienced in our lives, things in our childhood, just certain patterns. Um, And I think, again, that goes back to what we were just talking about, about pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, leaving what's familiar. Because now being in a place like this, it's so big. It's so different from, you know, our hometown in Sarasota. Um, The the possibilities are endless. I don't know who I'm going to meet. I don't know what's gonna, you know what I mean? And I think I look at every single day like that. Um, so that I can like fully take it in and like make the the best of it. So I think that, um, you know, the opportunity, like I said, with work with ISSA, that's been amazing. Um, and having an opportunity where day in and day out, even though it's sales, I'm on the phone with, you know, students that want to become trainers, they're ready to start careers um, in the industry and, you know, change their lives. And I think being able to have those authentic conversations with them and share my experiences. So empowering and uplifting and just definitely lets me know that I'm on the right track. But like I said, it, it, I just know that there's so much that's open to me now. Um, being here that I don't want to say that I want to limit myself to just that. And I think that to kind of tag off of that, I think that's a lot of, you know, when you stay a place that's like familiar, I think people have a certain expectation of what you should go into or what you should be like or what, you know what I mean? And I think it's especially once they see like what you've accomplished. Um, and I think that, you know, I'm learning to like really follow my heart, like figure out what you, what you're going to be good with like day in and day out. Um, and and know that ultimately, like, that's that's all that matters. Nino really wants to join in. <laughs> so he really does. He's He, like, really – he's so cute. He looks like a little teddy bear. So um, I don't know if you remember, but back in high school, everyone was, like, going to college and talking about college. And I was like, I'm not freaking going to college. I'm going to New York. Like, I'm out of here. And I feel like, you know, that – You were well part beyond of my life, I experienced that, that right. <laughs> I was well beyond. I was yeah. like, I'm not going to freaking college. I mean, obviously, I still ended up going, but um, I was not going to stay in Sarasota. You know, I haven't lived there for I don't, 15 years. Mm-hmm. Or I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know. But um, it's true about that was that was a big jump. You know, mm-hmm. that was a big jump. So there's also like a huge, I think mental component because I remember there were days where I was in a city where I was like, I am so alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, totally. I know. <laughs> yeah. No, I have. Um, yeah. There's definitely moments like that. Like, don't get me wrong. I feel so great here. I feel so uplifted. Um, 
you know, I, when I call like you and like friends back home, I'm literally like the air is cleaner here. Like it just feels like so good. There's rarely like a cloud in the sky. I'm not kidding. Like it's always like crystal clear, like blue skies. It's just a beautiful place. But I think you still have those moments of just like you said, where you feel a little bit alone or where it feels a little bit uncertain, but I also remind myself and, you know, like I said, I've started therapy in January um, and started to get better at like journaling. I've also like reminded myself that it's like I said to you earlier, you're stepping into versions of yourself that you're like getting to know. Um, That's a, that's a very real thing. And I think the loneliness in a way at times comes from, I'm not the person that I was. I'm not the person that will, talk to everyone just for the sake of like having people around or date some guy just because I want to think I want to marry him and date some guy, even though it's not really what I want. You know what I mean? And I think it, it, when you get comfortable with like being alone and you realize that like it's to your benefit until it's like the right people, you get like cool with it. You might shed a tear or two, but you're like, I'm good because I don't have any like fakeness around me. I don't have any like. <laughs> but I think also that has to do with in with age because like we were talking about, you and I are both introverts, mm-hmm. but we know how to be social, but we we don't seek that. Yeah. But I remember like when I was you know in my eighteen to twenty four, I felt um, like FOMO. You know the the fear of missing out. I did feel that. Mm-hmm. I think now it's probably much different for, you know, for you moving in your 30s because you can rely on Brittany. You're doing this for Brittany. Mm -hmm. So it's more of a sitting, you know, sitting comfortably with yourself and knowing that you made the best decision for you. What is, um, what's the biggest lesson that you think you've learned with this process? Oh, the biggest, there's so many. (laughs) The biggest lesson? Oh, let's, let's spill all of them. Let's do all of them. What are the lessons you've learned? Mm. Put yourself first. And I mean that wholeheartedly. Like. Cliches are cliches for a reason. And that's a big one. That is everything. They're not like I wouldn't be in this position if I didn't make a decision to put myself first. And just to kind of like dig into that, what I mean by that, it's like we talk about setting boundaries. I think it's important for people to know when you start setting boundaries and like really putting yourself first and really immersing immersing yourself in self-love, a lot of people aren't going to like that. You have to be okay with that. And you have to get to a point where you don't care (laughs) Um, because you come first because who are we to ever think that we owe anything to anybody before we give it to ourselves. And I think that that's something that I've just, I've really had to like learn that and really that's interesting because you've always, since sixth grade, you've always been very powerful and very strong to me. Thank you. It's, I've, yeah, it's, you know, people tell me that a lot. And I actually said to my mom, like a couple months ago, actually, I was like, people always say that. And it's like, there's so many more layers to me than that though. And I mean, it's, it's incredible that people think that, I mean, it's the biggest, it's such a big like compliment, but there's also so many parts of me that are so soft and so sensitive and so loving and so That's giving. human. <laughs> yeah. And I just. Well, well, we don't we need to confuse strength and power with being, 
you know, insensitive right. because you are, you are, you are, you're, you're sensitive to other people and you, you listen very well and you, but you always have. That's one thing about you that's never changed. You listen and you're very intuitive about, I would say almost everything as far as, you know, as far as I know. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've, you know, I've known you since we're what, 11, 12 years old. Yeah. But we go way back, Megan. <laughs> we go way back. We go back to basketball shorts. Literally. <laughs> literally basketball shorts days. So you're out in Arizona and you always tell me like, you're like, Megan, it's so beautiful here. It's so beautiful here. And you went on a hike this morning. What, what's it like out there? Like I said, it's like the air is cleaner. I swear the sun hits differently here. (laughs) Like it just hits different. Like I think what I love the most about here that that I really needed just in this chapter in my life there. I I think there's just a different mindset on like the further out West you go and not to be like biased to anyone, but it's people are really, um, everybody's so relaxed. Everybody's chilling. It's not very judgy. Everybody's doing them. And I respect that. And it's like, and it puts me in the realm of like, do you like, and I, and I realized that the people that I've met along the way, um, have, since I've been here, um, it's filling my cup and, and reconfirming that for me of just doing you be you, the world needs what you have. And that is enough and just go with it and share it. (laughs) And so that's, that's, that's where we are. So I would say, oh, you asked me what were the biggest lessons? I think that, so that would be number two. So put Mm -hmm. yourself first and be yourself and like, you said I'm like very intuitive, trusting my intuition. I think that, you know, we get in certain spaces where we start second guessing and we start like, you're, I feel like your intuition is like, God, that's your higher power. That's, that's like who you really are. Like always follow that. Um, and know that that is, that might mean, or and almost always is going to mean going against what might be in front of you at the very moment, like presently, but go with your gut. Um, and my gut over the last two years has been telling me that I need to put myself in a different position. I need to, um, you know, just be more authentic, like stand in my truth, talk about what's really going on and the changes. And because we all deal with them. Like I. So you said something about second guessing and you made a quick decision. Can you talk about what that moment was? the moment where I made the decision or just the, the second guessing that was kind of involved? So, be, okay. So it, it took you about two years saying, okay, Brittany, you know that you want to be in a different space. Mm-hmm. And then it was like a split second decision for you. You were like, I'm going. Can you talk about what that moment was? Yeah. I think at the time, so going back two years ago, I don't think I knew where I wanted to go two years ago. So that was the thing. I think two years ago, I was going to go to Atlanta because it was easy. It was close. You know, I have family there and it felt comfortable. But then when I started visiting Atlanta, I was like, and no shade to Atlanta. It's a fun place. But I was like, this isn't me. (laughs) This isn't this wouldn't be me on a day in and day out. And I just, I think when I, once I zoned in on Arizona and I started speaking about Arizona and like I said, um, to go back to that story where my mom and I, I booked the flight, we came out on the 14th, literally 
there was like a window where I was waiting to hear back for, for about that position. She literally called me the Friday before we flew out to tell me like, this is the offer. Like we want you to like, come on. Like, and it was just, I think that was the moment. Like, well, I think like the, the second interview was really the moment because I just felt like you wouldn't have gotten this far. Um, if it wasn't going to happen. But I think when she called, my mom was like, see, she's like, I told you, she was like, just have faith. Like it's all going to work out. And it literally did. And so, so when we came out the 14th through the 19th, that was a very intentional trip. Like I had to find somewhere to like live and we picked a place and literally that gave, they wanted me to start work on March 7th, like from home that gave me literally like two weeks. So mind you, fun fact, lease was ending on March 8th. So the next day that my new position in Arizona was starting. So I think when I pulled all those pieces together, I was just like, this is where God wants me to be. It's so fluid. Like, and I think that that's what I've learned when you're not forcing it and it's fluid and it's literally just lining up. That's the path that you're supposed to be on when it's forced and you're trying so hard and you're going crazy. That's not the path. (laughs) Um, Shit. (laughs) Well, and don't confuse that with there being trials because there were certainly trials, but you know what I mean. Like, talk to me about that. What were the trials? Oh, the trials. So many trials. Um, hmm. Because shit feels forced for me right now. <laughs> it does. Well, <laughs> I think, well, for example, so like, you know, finding the position, I mean, it, 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 it took like effort, you know what I mean? It was, but it was one of those things where towards the beginning of the year, like as I was training my clients in between clients, everything that I was doing was relative to Arizona, (laughs) whether it was (laughs) looking at an apartment or looking for positions. Most, like most of my time during the day, um, that's what, that's what it, what it was. So I don't mean, I don't mean like, it's not going to like literally fall on your lap. Like you're doing the groundwork for New York and that's perfect. But just know that like when it's meant to be, and that's why I said like, don't stress it when it's meant to be, it's going to start lining up and it's going to be when you least expect it because I wasn't, I had faith that this is where I was supposed to be, but I'm not going to lie. I was getting a little bit worried. Like when I hadn't gotten that call, I was like, I I'm a little afraid, like I'm human. It's scary to move across the country. And like, you, you don't know anyone you don't know, like you're creating your own stability, your own life. You're depending on yourself. And, um, I wanted to have like stability. And so, but again, I was still willing to go, you know, and figuring it out. I think that's just in my personality. I'll figure it out. But, um, yeah, that, that was kind of the confirmation, like getting that call. That was the confirmation that was like, okay, go ahead and pick the place. Even picking the places is work. And it's not that you're forcing it. It's, it's research. It's, it's real work. I mean, when you're going to a new place, you don't know the area that's the good area and not the good area. I knew I didn't want to be in like downtown Phoenix. I didn't want to be in the hustle and bustle. Like you're trying to figure it out with like limited information. You don't have a lot of people you can ask because they've either just visited, they don't live there. Um, And so you kind of just, you know, the place that I picked, it was literally the last place that I looked at. And I was just like, this is it. It was the one place that I saw and it wasn't a question. It wasn't a hesitation. And my mom was like, no, 
you're not going to like that. Um, Cause I went with a studio starting out because that's what was available. Remember? <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. You're like, do you like living in a studio? I'm like, I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. And she's like, you're not going to like that. Like it's just one big space. And I was like, it doesn't matter. Like I'm going to be here. It's perfect. <laughs> It's perfect. If it was more than one person, absolutely not. But for just one person, I honestly, for me, Brittany, I feel like I have too much space. I'm like, I don't need, I have what, 720 square feet or something. And I'm like, this is too much I uh, for me personally. Yeah. But so I think you mentioned that you were moving into somewhere else though, right? Yeah. So I'm just transferring apartments um, in a couple of weeks. So I am going to a, to a bigger unit, but even with that, you know, it's so funny how everything aligns and like works out. Um, I think that, you know, I wasn't sure if I was going to like this either and I've made it work. And I think that's the beauty of when you go somewhere that's new, you're not supposed to be comfortable. It's not supposed to be set up like exactly the way it was at home and all this space and perfect. And like, you're going to get there. And I think that those are the real conversations that I've had with myself where I was like, you got yourself here (laughs) like that in itself. And I think sometimes we forget to do that. We forget to like love on ourselves and just celebrate every single moment in the process. And, you know, so now it's like where everything's working out where like there was like an issue with the flooring or whatever in here. So I'm going to go to like the other unit. Um, But now I know it's like, I was supposed to, I was supposed to wait, um, you know, for the right timing. Now I can go into that nicer unit with an even better view and like, you know, all the things that piece together when we're ready. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I think um, I used to be a person, I I think I have in the past, I think we all have been very forceful or like we want it to work. We want it to work. Um, Especially me and you, like we like what we like. (laughs) We like what we like. (laughs) I I force shit. Yeah, we like what we like. We want it the way we like it the first time. And it just, it's not going to always be like that. It's a part of the journey. But I think the more I keep saying to myself, it's a part of the journey and trust the process, it gets better and better, literally moment by moment. You've been very, um, you have been very motivational speaker like <laughs> for the last few years because even on like Instagram and stuff, you were, you're just like this peaceful, like motivation, you post motivational stuff. So I think I agree with that girl now that I'm like, hearing this and thinking about it, I'm going to have to agree with that. Because every time I talk to you, I'm like, I better get my shit in gear. Even though I think our conversation, you were like, you know what, Megan, you're right. I'm going to do this. I was like, wait, wait, what about me? Hold on. You know? (laughs) So you're motivating me right now because I'm like, I've been so stressed out. You know, I've been like, holy fucking cow. Like, what am I doing? And I'm like, I told my mom, right? I told my mom, I was like, oh yeah, I'm talking to Brittany. Like she moved to Arizona. I'm going to talk to her about moving to Arizona. She, and then she kept asking me, what are you talking to Brittany? What are you talking to Brittany? I'm like, chill out, mom, chill out. I love you you so much for that. And that's why it's so important (laughs) to have like people in your circle that really get it. And, you know, I know that I motivate and inspire other people, but like you do the same thing for me. And I think like, I don't know. That's just such a, when people say that it's such an overwhelming thing to like absorb. It feels like responsibility. It It feels like a responsibility. It does. And I think that maybe that's what I've always been afraid of uh, is like taking that on. But I, but I think I also realized the more people that put it out there, they're like, but it's such a natural thing for you. You're not like, you're not like really 
trying. It's just in your being. And so, you know, they're like, just, just go with that. (laughs) You know, that's true. I absolutely agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. But that responsibility, it's uh, like, don't quit now because there's people that you don't even know that you're inspiring. Yeah. Like you'll let them down. I don't want, I don't want that responsibility. I, but I don't also, obviously I don't want to quit just right. Cause I don't, right. right? Cause I'm not a quitter. But <laughs> yeah. You completely removed yourself from the face of the earth, except obviously your closest friends. Mm-hmm. So people are probably like, where did she go? I need my motivation, yeah. you know? But so you, you yourself let that responsibility go. Yeah. Well, and I think that now, um, this is where we start taking the steps to like step back into that, but in the most real and authentic way to like share the real parts of myself that I think I've always been, because I think that, and we've had this conversation. I've had this conversation with so many friends. Social media is just such a just weird thing, or at least I think it has been because we've all been guilty in some way of like feeling like we need to show up a certain way. Um, and feeling like things need to look a certain way. And I think for me, I started when I took a break, I, and as I become more present in like the real moments in my life, I realized that those are the moments that really count. And that's what you need to be talking about, talking about like that, like start talking about that because those are the real things that everybody's dealing with. And it's not spoken about enough. (laughs) That's why I have Art of the Misfit. That's exactly why I created this because I'm like, these people don't understand how fucked up and messy I am. Yeah. So you see but me post I'm the- not the only one. We all are. Yeah, you so see me all post just- a cute picture and you think that everything is like Skittles and rainbows. And it's like, I to- like my whole life. I mean, when you, and let me just say this. I mean, I think we see the quote all the time, like elevation requires separation. Listen. Your whole life, when you make a decision that you, I started journaling and like literally saying like, God, I'm ready for this, like change my life. I'm ready to step into like who you want me to be. Like when you start like speaking that everything that is not that is going to naturally fall away. And it's scary. (laughs) It's scary. It's funny that you say that at the same time. It's hugely liberating and removes the external pressure that is silly to feel, but we do. It's normal. It's human. But when I started journaling, my journaling, I like to do anyways, but my therapist obviously was like, start writing it down, start noticing your trends. Mm -hmm. And God played a huge, huge part. Mm -hmm. And I would say, God, if this is not meant for me, if this person is not meant for me, remove it. Yeah. But I think another factor is timing Mm -hmm. because what, like what you were saying, your apartment fell into your lap the next day, yeah. right? Where it was the day of the, the interview or the day after. Well, the, um, I got the offer right before, like, pretty much like a leaving, day or right? two before our flight left. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I, I was doing the, like, I was like, God, if this is not meant for me, remove it from my life. Because mm-hmm. I can't handle the stress of having this on my mind and whatever anymore. And even though I wanted it to be like instant, you know, the next day, mm-hmm. sure enough, two weeks later, the thing comes back. So I'm like, okay, this is, it, it's not a, it's not our timing. It's really like, um, whatever you want to believe in God, spirit, yeah, universe, whatever. Power, yeah. However you, know? you want to, yeah, it's, 
it's a real thing. And, and you definitely, um, I think that once I made that the most important thing to me, um, everything just shifted. And I, I finally meant what I was saying. Like I meant that I didn't, it didn't matter. Like so much was already kind of like shifting that I was just like, all right, God, I don't really know. Like, I don't know what all you're doing right now. And I don't know who else is about to like (laughs) dip out, but like, whatever we got to do, let's do it. Cause I'm ready. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And do you journal every day? I don't. And I'm really, um, I, I'm working really hard to get better at it um, and just make it like a normal part of my routine. But no, I don't. And my therapist keeps telling me that I need to because she's like, these, these are literally like, you're going to look back on these moments. And like, like you said, even the moments where you feel kind of lonely, because that's still a real thing. I mean, I absolutely love it here. Every aspect, every day I wake up and I'm just like, wow, <laughs> like, thank you, God. Like, this is so amazing. But you still... Um, you know, but I know that I'm not alone. You know what I mean? I think even being able to being able to connect with people that are on this same journey or, or their own journey, but like there's things that we have in common as we go along the way. I mean, that in itself shows you that you're not alone. Absolutely. And I think that you and I have like right now, I feel the most connected to you because you are you are going through what I'm going through and but you've already applied and I'm in the middle of applying but um but so much of you and me coming to see you in Orlando like literally two months before this all transpired like helped me apply (laughs) yeah yeah I was was like oh well you just got you got to do it you just got to do it Brittany and you're like you're right and then you just did it and I was like wait I gotta just do it yeah you know I'm like talking shit but um Going back to like feeling lonely, so every I I actually I don't feel lonely at all mm-hmm. um, often, but sometimes, sometimes, and especially lately, it's like this overwhelming um, like I don't want I think baby fever is the wrong term <laughs> because baby fever people think yeah people think baby fever is like you see a cute baby and you want a baby that's not what it is it's like a maternal instinct. It's like a need to take care of something. Mm-hmm. So I I feel that. I don't really feel lonely, but then I'm like, why don't I get a family? When do I get a family? Mm-hmm. And with Mother's Day just last week, you know, people who have maybe lost their mothers or they don't have a close relationship with their mothers. In the past, I always was like, well, still, I was like, you know, that's a very difficult day for them. Mm-hmm. You know, and then women that can't conceive – but then I started thinking about this and I was like, wait a minute, like I want to be a mother, but I haven't had that opportunity yet. Right. You know, it's just such an odd um, mind shift, you it know, is. a shift of my, of my mindset. And I definitely feel that yeah. too. I mean, I want to be a mom too, but I think that with the things that have, um, and I know that, you know, my mom just keeps telling me like, if that's in the cards for you, like that's going to happen. God's going to send you the husband and you're going to have like, it's, it's going to happen. But I think, um, I also realized just as you go through this journey of healing, um, there are for so many reasons that I am grateful that I haven't crossed that bridge yet. You know what I mean? Because absolutely. 
there are so many things and I don't think any of us are ever completely healed, but I think that there were so many things that I still needed to work as, as self-aware as I am (laughs) and as self-aware as all of my friends tell me that I am and motivational and all those things. There are still a lot of patterns that I didn't realize that I had over the last year that I have dug deep to find them and correct them and shift. And I know that that's for the best so that when that time comes in my life, I, when I have my little girl, I can tell her it's okay to be scared, but like, don't let that paralyze you do whatever you want. You can be whatever you want. Like if nobody in your family hasn't done it, it's okay. It starts with you. You know what I mean? Like whatever it is. Um, and I think that this journey that we're on right now, and like you said, like we want, you know, to be mothers, we naturally have that you know, maternal instinct, I think it's going to come in, in due time, but I'm going to be the person that I, that I need to be in, in those moments when the time comes, if that makes sense. It's so interesting because it's like, we're always getting ready for something, Mm -hmm. but are we ever really ready? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. It's kind of like what that, you know, falls right in back into that category. But I've also seen some of our friends who've become mothers and I feel like they have developed more into themselves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I think that it's it's almost like you um, – I do think becoming a mother, it makes you very um, – it, it changes you, I, I think, for most people in the best ways. Um, and, mm-hmm. yeah, you. it's almost like – I'm not going to say you have to because everything's a choice. But, yeah, it's almost like you have to become more of yourself. I mean, this – other little person, that's all they want you to be. You know what I mean? And I, you know. Yeah. And it used to feel like a pressure, but Mm -hmm. now it's more of um, a desire. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a longing almost. So now that you're back or now that you're out in Arizona, obviously, like I said, you're, I don't, I don't want to use the word introvert, but you are, you know, you're, you're cool by yourself, but have you been going out and making friends? Yeah. So you know, what's funny about that when you say like going out and making friends, I feel like, and again, this goes back to the point of like, just really feeling like I'm where I'm supposed to be and being in alignment. Um, things are just naturally like gravitating. Like I'm just naturally meeting people. Like I'm not really going out that much. (laughs) Um, like I met, like I made a really cool guy friend, like at Taco Tuesday, like a couple weeks ago, like, you know, like wait did you go to taco tuesday by yourself how does this work oh no so i went to taco tuesday with a friend who from back home who also moved here um but she's not like staying oh, cool. with me. So you, okay good so you have a friend that's okay cool yeah yeah god okay so we went to Taco. so when i picked her up from the airport it was like welcome to arizona let's taco tuesday um and so we went there and like so i you know i met him there I've met like a lot of amazing women, like in the, you know, the property where I live, like in the neighborhood. Um, Yeah. And I think, you know, the beauty too, I think of being somewhere that like, let me just say, like I've made friends that are young, old, middle, whatever. And I think that there's so much power in that too, because you, you start to like, you see all these different people in like different chapters in their lives and different phases and from different places. And you realize like, you're still impacting every single person that you come in contact with on some level. And I think that that's been so amazing too. 
Um, it's just that that human uh, connection. But I haven't been like partying or anything. If that's if that's what you mean. <laughs> I honestly, to be honest with you, I can't even imagine you going to a party. Yeah, no, girl. <laughs> I just I just can't even I can't even like see it happening. No. But to be honest with you. But I want to I want to talk to you about how did you get all of your shit from Florida to Arizona? Um, so getting my shit from Florida to Arizona pretty much consisted of two suitcases. Southwest allows two. I had a what? I, yeah, two suitcases, five boxes. Do you have no shit? Huh? Oh my god! Wait, oh, well, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. You had five boxes. So five boxes. That okay, I, now we're getting somewhere. Yeah, five boxes that I shipped ahead of time. Um, two suitcases, so like one giant one, and then like a kind of medium sized one, whatever, and literally a plant and a TV that that got here. Literally, girl, I yeah. <laughs> that, that, Don't forget the plant. Yes, me. yes, 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 yes. Um, that's it. It was either it was it really came down to sell what you can sell. The rest of it, let it go. And like, that was a hard thing for me. Like I had a couch that I absolutely loved, <laughs> the comfiest couch. And I bought it last year. And I was so sad that there was no American signature out here. So I couldn't even, if I wanted to like buy it again. Um, but I just decided that, you know, you just, it's in, and, and I think I realized too, it's, I came to a moment of understanding, like that's you still holding on. That's you, like you being worried about a couch from <laughs> like, cause you love it so much. It's like, yeah, but like, that's also you like not trusting God or trusting the universe or however you want to refer to it. If you're worried about, you're going to like, I had to come to the moment of like, you're going to find the most perfect couch when you get to Arizona, get into your new place. You're going to probably love it even more. You just don't know that yet. Cause you're attached to this one. And that was so profound. I like had to sit back in my chair. <laughs> like it's and you're not are you a minimalist? I would say I'm a minimalist. Yeah. I don't like too okay. yeah, I don't like too busy. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. Keep so you simple. must have like an aneurysm when you walk into my house. <laughs> Your house is beautiful <laughs> though. I mean, it's so well decorated and like eloquent and it's so you. Like it's so Thank fun you. and colorful and I love it. No, it didn't. It- because I'm actually going to get rid of all my shit. I'm not attached to any of like things because I'm in the same boat. Like it, it, it'll all come, you know, I, I don't come from anything. So I know that anything can be taken away at any moment. Mm-hmm. But that's 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 a little too weird and deep. That's not what I'm saying. But like, I'm totally cool with like selling all my shit. But when you said you went with two suitcases, I was like, where's the rest? You know, so you yeah. shipped five boxes. Yeah. And what was was that just like personal items? Yeah, pretty much just like personal items. A um, couple like kitchen things, not nothing too crazy. I'm trying to think what else. Um, yeah, for the most part, just personal stuff. Um my clothes, shoes, I mean, even a lot of that stuff I got rid of, you know, I just was like, we're, listen, <laughs> I was like, you, how much was the total cost of this? Of moving? Yeah. Uh, um, well, I don't, I don't really know. I'm like, you're about to save me so much money. Oh, you mean like by not like trying to bring a bunch of stuff? So, yeah, because right now my move is costing like an upwards of 5,000 plus. Oh, yeah, and no. 
if I can just, I, no, I, I don't know. I don't know. Shipping you know? five boxes. I mean, I was a little blown away that like that cost me like $350. Um, but cause like what <laughs> to ship a couple boxes. <laughs> But I was like, all That's right. That's kind of stupid. Yeah, it was real yeah. disrespectful. Um, Inflation? Very much so. Um, so that was that. But then I also, um, yeah, I mean, I just realized in the grand scheme of things, like the only thing that you needed was essentially like your essentials. The rest of it you'll get, you know, when you get there, like you need clothes to wear, but you don't really need a bunch of stuff because you're working from home. So like, you don't have to get like too fancy. Um, and I just was like, I just, I think I was so excited and still am so excited and grateful just to be here that so many of the things that I think that I used to care so much about just became like, not as significant to me at this point. Um, I, my mattress is literally sitting on the floor. (laughs) Like I'm getting my bed frame like this weekend um, when I finally have like a set. Call me crazy, but I think that's the most comfortable sleeping <laughs> arrangement. I mean, it's I, definitely – it's – I mean, I don't know if I would say it's like the most comfortable, but <laughs> I, I'm i not uncomfortable either. Like I'm in a beautiful place. I live in a nice neighborhood. Like I, I realize that like there are sacrifices that are going to come along with like where you want to be. Um, and you have to, you have to be okay with that. And I think, you know, as I've gotten okay with that, everything has literally worked itself out. And I'm just like, I didn't need all the things that I was trying to like worry about needing, like wanting to bring here. Like, like your American signature. Yeah. I'm like, um, yeah, I remember you talking about that. And I I vividly remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I like, can't wait to go pick out my couch and my, (laughs) my bed frame and furniture this weekend. And it's just, it's, yeah. And no, and nothing or no one is attached to it, if that makes sense. Like it's literally absolutely mine. It's in a new place. It's everything. I totally understand that. Like there's certain memories mm-hmm. and certain like things. And I, I like that. You, you go into a new space, you create a new, a new space Liter- entirely. And that's literally. pretty much, that actually is what I did with this whole apartment. This whole apartment is everything's brand new. But, um, so did you give up the um, meal prep business? Yeah. So with the meal prep, um, what I am wanting to – I've considered it here um, because I've had um, – I had a woman who um, has her own yoga studio and we've like, you know, conversed and talked about um, – she just basically said to me like when I told her like just what I do and, you know, what I had done back home, she's like, that's incredible. Like people here will totally pay for that. I mean, yeah, people, it's all about convenience. Like everybody, like, you know, they, they want convenience. It's not like a care, like, you know, how much it is or anything like that. It's like, they want the convenience. They want to eat well. They want to have things that are good for their bodies. Um, so I'm, I'm considering it, but I think, uh, my biggest focus now, I'm actually, um, getting ready to start a course, uh, regarding, I've been saying for the longest, that I want to create like an ebook, like a recipe book. And so I'm starting a course um, with um, ISSA um, that is going to teach me how to do that. So can you release the ebook with the recipes and sell that to ISSA? That's a good question. Like, as in you own the rights? <laughs> That's a good yeah, question. Yeah, because then think about that. That would be give you even more uh, of a footprint. Yeah. 
And I already am like in with them. I see you. I see you. <laughs> I Entrepreneurs, love you. baby. Yes. We're out here. Then I can post it on my. Okay, we're we'll we'll, we'll we talk. talk. We'll do it. We'll, yeah, I'll, we gotta, I'll, we're I'll, not going to tell yeah. the world everything just yet. But yeah, we got to talk about that. No, we won't. Yeah, we'll 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 post the <laughs> the link in the show notes. All right. So you're you're selling. What are you selling with ISSA? I'm a little unclear about that. So um, so you know ISSA is a personal training school. So just like like NASM, ACE. So basically the certification programs. So for students that want to become personal trainers or want to be in the training industry, whether they want to work at a gym or whether they want to go more of the realm of entrepreneurship, basically what I'm doing is like essentially having a converse, like a phone conversation with them um, and going over their goals, where their interests are, figuring out like, you know, where the passion came from, what's really driving them. And then let's figure out the best program and the best courses that are fit for, you know, the realm that you're, that you're wanting to tap into. That's interesting because I I didn't I remember when becoming a personal trainer was like a really popular career mm-hmm. choice. It was like a booming industry mm-hmm. and I don't know if it I mean you're obviously still in this industry you, you see it I I like in my mind, I feel like it's almost forgotten. I don't know. Maybe am I wrong? So I still, could be totally wrong. So it's still definitely booming. I think what I see so much though when I talk to students now is everybody, not everybody, but so many people are getting out of the traditional box gyms. So like the, you know, mm-hmm. crunch, the fitness, the or the LA fitness, you know, all those that, you know, we've both, you know, worked at at some point in our lives. Um, a lot of uh, trainers are transitioning out of that and doing more entrepreneurship, uh, whether it be online coaching, whether it be being a health coach, nutrition, and then selling, um, you know, like eBooks. I mean, those are, you know, because what it really comes down to and what it's really coming down to for me is creating a life where I'm really maximizing my time and I can live my life the way that I want to. I want to travel. I want to move around. Like I do not want to show up in a specific like office every day I or gym yeah (laughs) I didn't want to show up in the gym I was like so done with the black spandex I was like I can't do this anymore I I chose the corporate life over going back to a gym obviously that didn't work out but so all right so you've got an ebook that you're working on Mm -hmm. that you're starting a course to work on yes to give me like the blueprint of like how to organize it and how to lay it out I mean I knew I started researching and like, again, I think that, you know, last year there were so many things just going on with me, like emotionally and so many transitions that I just put a pause on a lot of things. Um, But now that I'm here and I'm in a clear like headspace and understand what I really need to be doing. um, Yeah, that's, that's like number, number one. But I I was saying that to say, I looked at things on like Google Um, But I had no idea. So just to back up a little bit. So my certification is actually through ISSA. So I got certified through ISSA a couple years ago, well before I started working with the company. So just to throw that out there for manifestations. Yeah. (laughs) Like I had no idea um, that I would be here. Yeah, it's just amazing. And so when I started looking into the programs as I'm selling them to students, I didn't know that ISSA had coursework for a health coach for creating your own ebook, like in, and really, and I think that that's what I love about the company the most. Um, and I tell students all the time, it's not just get your certification. Here you go. Now you have the knowledge. Now you know how to train people. It's also like, let us show you the full business model and how to make this like lucrative. 
I wish they had that when I was starting because yeah. I, I, I don't know if you know this, but I would walk around on the train in New York and I would I had a, a piece of paper, a sheet of paper, and I would just write my name, my phone number, and then personal trainer on it. Oh my God, and I would no. hand it out to people on the train. It wasn't even, yeah, it wasn't even a real business card. It was like just a piece of paper that I cut up. So, because they don't teach you how to be a business owner. Mm-hmm. They just teach you about the science of, you know, ex- exercise and, and nutrition. If you're lucky, you get nutrition. Right. It's like two pages on nutrition. And then they have separate certifications. So the fact that they're going into, you know, that entrepreneurship avenue is fantastic. And I think that works really well for you because you know what it is to run a business. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, even you with know? that, I mean, I will say, yes, I know, but I, I think that there's still so much to learn too. <laughs> um, of course, always. I, I no, there's always. No, like expert. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it definitely, you know, starting those at home definitely, um, you know, I think positioned me, you know, to be here and like starting to figure out some of the logistics. And now we're just gonna take it to the next, make the connections and take it to the next level. Um, yeah. (laughs) I'm so proud of you, Brittany. You've manifested everything. You're glowing. You seem like you're just totally clear. You're happy. I'm really proud of you. And I'm looking forward Thank to you. I'm looking forward to the ebook because I'm stealing the, the recipes. So welcome back to welcome back to putting yourself out there, yeah. getting to know everybody, social media. Where can everybody find you if they have any more questions? So fit, like fitness related, or just uh, everything fitness related, moving uh, manifestations if they want to be motivated. Oh, okay. Um, so Instagram handle is going to be BeFitXBNicole. So BeFit by BeNicole. And then um, personal page is going to be underscore that BXO. So that's T-H-A-T-S, the letter B and X-O. I mean, how incredible is that? Thank you so much, Brittany, for coming on Art of the Misfit. And thank you for listening to Art of the Misfit podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show. Give us a five-star rating. Check out the show notes if you have any questions or if you'd like to collaborate or advertise with Art of the Misfit podcast. I'll see you again soon.